Hey everyone, how you doing? This is Amon Green, Green Bay Packers all-time leading rusher, and you're listening to The Average Cheese, hosted by Dell and Todd, two lifelong Packer fans talking about their favorite team, the 13-time champion, Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! So we are right now up to pick 20. Todd, any thoughts on the draft so far before we get to the Packers pick, which should come up pretty soon? I think most of the receivers that we've wanted are gone. I think this kind of shifts the the Packers uh, strategy a little bit. So whatever they're looking at, I don't know if there's a receiver that they're going to go with. I don't know if they're going to go with one in the first round now, are they? I mean, who's left? That's a first rounder. I'm hoping it's Nicobe Dean. So yeah. you're going to leave wide receiver alone, come back to it I later. I think so. Peter, initial thoughts on the draft? Yeah, I think I'm surprised that six wide receivers have gone, you know, before the Packers picked. I thought around five or six would go in the first round, but not off the board before Green Bay picked. Yeah, and I think that now that one of those situations where, if you like, that next group of wide receivers is in play. The George Pickens, the Christian Watson, those guys are in play for either of the Packers picks now. And it might be that they would prefer to take one of those guys at 28, but they may not risk those guys coming off the board as well by then. So I think in an ideal world, it wouldn't have been one of those two at 22, but it wouldn't surprise me now to see either George Pickens or Christian Watson be the pick at 22. And still very good players. And we talked about this the other night. You could absolutely have made a case for those guys going in the first round. That doesn't bother me so much. I just would like to see them come out of this round in an ideal world with one of those receivers now. I think you almost have to reach for one now. Because I think the horrible thing is you you get to round two and a whole bunch more will have gone off the board. And you're not going to get one of those top echelon guys in round two now either. So I think this may have made their mind up at 22 that the pick could be Watson or, or Pickens. For you, is it? So for me, it's Watson. I'll take the athletic ability and the drops over George Pickens, who I don't like particularly. Not explosive, small hands. I think George Pickens, I'm looking at, I put it down in the document, 33-inch vertical. 33? There are <laughs> linemen that have jumped higher than that. In fact, George Karlaftis, who I talked about the other day, had a 38-inch vertical at 266 pounds. Pickens was 33 inches at 195. That's no bueno. That's not good enough. And I would go for Watson over, over Pickens because of the size and the speed and everything you've just talked about. I just wanted to jump aside there because you mentioned a name there that could be in play for the Packers at 22, George Karlaftis, an edge guy, if they decide to go edge. So there's two edges still on the board. Jermaine Johnson of Florida State's still there and Kalaftis is still there. So those two guys would be great value. I mean, Johnson would be super value at 22. So if they didn't go receiver, it would be one of those guys, I think. So the Patriots are on the clock at 21. The Packers are next at 22. The consensus pick, I, I have no idea who they have wide receiver needs to. They always do. Their wide receiver room is terrible. 
They need edge guys, linebackers, and corners. Let's hope they go corner here. Leave N'Kobe Dean on the list. Leave Carlaftis. Ojabo, your guy, is still up there too. If I'm the Packers right now, I pick Christian Watson at 22, and I pick Ojabo at 28. That is what I think should happen. Only because, again, you have to reach for a wide receiver right here. You can't wait, like you just said. I don't like Carlaftis enough to pick him over Johnson or Ojabo. I would rather have upside than have a guy that can play right now today. Todd, any thoughts on what do you see coming? This is about as difficult of a scenario as it it really complicates things. I think we have to go with the, the best receiver that's on the board at 22. Who is your best receiver then left on the board at 22? I want to agree with Watson. I mean, it, it fits Lafleur's. Uh, you know, Lafleur likes the big guys. He's six four. I think that he he'd be a good fit as far as what Lafleur is looking for. I don't know. It's tough. It, it it's it's a toss up. If you can get Watson and Nicobe Dean in 22 and 28, I think that's where I'm at. Peter, does the North Dakota State thing scare you at all? For Watson, it does a, it, yeah, it does a little bit. It would scare me more at a different position. So I think it's probably the the, the skill set. I think translates easier, more easy for a wide receiver than it would do at some other positions. The flip side to that is if you're going to get a guy from a, an FCS program, North Dakota State's as good an FCS program to get a guy from. You know, that's where Trey Lance went to school. That's where Carson Wentz went to school. So it's got a record of producing. You know top-notch football players over recent years yeah they win a lot of games in the fcs they are perennial i don't want to call them top five or power five in the fcs but they are a major force in the fcs all the time peter 22 28 what are your thoughts right now my immediate thought at 22 you don't have an immediate thought i think yeah yeah that wasn't very immediate was it um (laughs) i'm second guessing myself because because Jermaine Johnson, the pass rusher, the edge guy, is still on the board. But I think the safe pick, if that's the right way of putting it right now, would be would be Christian Watson at 22. So you don't risk the fact that he's not there at 28. Because you have two edge guys you feel are similar players in Johnson and Karlaftis, or no? So you've got, no, I think it's more about the danger you've got is you take the edge guy, but then you get to 28 and Watson's gone and, and Pickens has gone and... The danger with that is not so much that they go, but then you get a run on wide receivers early in round two, and you don't end up with a guy at all. And I don't think they can risk coming out of this draft without, you know, one of the top 10 wide receivers. I think they have to. I'm almost surprised when the receivers started, what did they start going at pick 10? Uh, Drake London went at like six, didn't he? Drake London went... I think it was he went, 10. He went at 8, eight to, to Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, went at, London went yeah, at 8. London went at 8. Olave at 11. started at 10. Yeah, because it, it went, went 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 1, 2, 3, and then 16, and then 18. Oh, here's the Steelers. It's going to be Kenny Pickett, isn't it? Why wouldn't it be, right? Local kid. That's happened three times in this draft. Panthers picked the Holy local shit, kid. Holy shit, that's Franco Harris. Holy cow, I didn't even recognize yeah. him guy we don't need one position we don't care about glad that they picked before us so now it's new england on the clock at 21 yeah i think for pittsburgh that's a guy that could probably come in and and start straight away 
I know they've got Mitch Trubisky there, but I think that pick <laughs> they'll be counting on Pickett to come start straight away. You know, it's a four-year starter in college. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a solid pick, that, for the Steelers. Similar to the Bears thing now that they had with Dalton and Fields, right? Maybe Trubisky starts the first couple weeks while Pickett gets his NFL sea legs, and yeah. then Pickett comes in and, and makes that happen. Yeah. It's not like he's raw. Like, he's played a lot of college games. Yeah. He's not new to the position. That, that's, that makes sense for them. So now we have to hope that New England doesn't pick a wide receiver, doesn't pick Watson here. I mean, their needs are similar to ours, actually. They don't need a quarterback. I mean, they probably need a running back, but they don't ever seem to pick one. So that's probably not going to happen. The interesting thing for me here is, is do they pick those wide receivers or do, do they pick Jermaine Johnson, um, mm. the edge guy at Florida State? And I think if, if they pick neither of those, then the Packers have got an interesting decision to make at 22. Even though Edge may not have been our number one need, I think we all felt you've got two of those guys, but you want three or four of those guys. And at the start of this, if somebody had said you walked away at pick 22 with Jermaine Johnson, who's number 12 on my board, I think you'd say you've got pretty pretty good value. And you're a big value guy, Peter, so you'd be excited about that. Like You like <laughs> when they when they pull out value. Yeah. So New England has traded the 21st pick Ooh. to Kansas City who is now on the clock. Their needs are wide receiver. Wide receiver, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Even though they just took MVX out of the shit heat. Edge, defensive lineman, and corner. That Those are the needs for Kansas City. So maybe it is N'Kobe Dean. <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good. I was doing a little research on N'Kobe Dean. I, I like him more than I did when I talked to you the other day, Peter. A couple of things. One even though he's small and he, he could almost compare to a Wusu Karamoa, maybe a little thicker, but yeah. 5'11", 229, not very big, but explosive, not super fast, 474 on the 40, which isn't, you know, blazing speed. But one of the things I like about him, and he's a Packer type guy, majored in mechanical engineering. He's a smart guy. He was choosing between being a doctor and being a mechanical engineer. And he's got military parents. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but, you know, you talk about Packer guys. Aaron Jones is a Packer guy. N'Kobe Dean feels like a Packer guy. Now, he's not going to be a run stuffer at 229 pounds, but he can move, right? He's yeah. going to be able to go laterally, and he's going to be able to cover against the pass, which is something the Packers have struggled with in the past. They can't cover the tight end. They can't cover the running backs out of the backfield. So maybe it's him. Yeah, and I don't think you can overstate the, char the character thing, particularly in a city like Green Bay, where you've got the Packers and not too much else going on in that city on a, da on a daily basis. You know, I think you have to have character guys that are going to be football focused when you're bringing them to somewhere like, like Green Bay. You know, the Packers have always, certainly back Ron Wolf days, have always placed a lot of um, emphasis on that character piece and that's something that us as kind of observers on the outside that's one thing that we can easily miss because you don't know you're not there in interviews with those guys you don't know how they come across as as character guys you don't know all of their background so i think i think that is an important point for for the packers nervous i'm just sitting here being nervous right now i don't know what to think they really have to address this wide receiver issue and it's it's gotten really thin 
at this point. So hopefully Gutenkraus has a, a trick up his sleeve. The Chiefs pick is in. Sky Moore is still on the, on the board, right? Watson, Pickens. So corner, I would expect the Chiefs. Pick it. Pittsburgh, man, what a what a great fit that is. Absolutely. I mean, that couldn't have worked out any better for them. Right. They I got mean, the any they could have, they had the pick of quarterbacks, right? They could have had Malik oh. Willis. I think they had to go with Pickett because they need a guy for right now. Gosh, they can't wait I mean, three years for Malik Willis to be ready to go. I mean, absolutely perfect pick. So Kansas City picks Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. Look at look at the big brain on Peter. There you go. Just said it right before the pick. I wonder if, okay, so now we have our opportunity to pick a wide receiver. Should I turn my phone on to Twitter and watch it melt? (laughs) If they don't pick, if they don't pick Watson. If it's it's Malik Willis, you mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If it went, if no, my phone would be shattered. It wouldn't have a chance to melt because I would immediately throw it against the wall. I have a mirror on one side, but I could maybe throw it into the, like openness and hope it would work. I'm saying George Pickens right now. I'm going to say Christian Watson. Peter? I'm going to go Jermaine Johnson. All right. So we all have different picks for this. I am just nervous that it's, it ha- I think it has to be a wide receiver here because I think what you said before is it. If they don't pick one, they may not get one. Here goes. Twitter is about to melt. I, th- I love this part of things. This is what Twitter is for, right? <laughs> Watch the overreaction. I just looked at uh, Pickens, Pickens 40. want to recant my... 447. Yeah, not my exactly. problem is the vertical leap. Like I said, 33 inches. Did he slip? Like, what the fuck happened there? How did he only jump 33 inches in the air? It's terrible. Todd, you need yeah, to get your Sorrel boots on. Can he I bet even... you could vertical higher than that in your hunter's coat. Maybe that's, maybe that's this year's challenge is my vertical. Yes, let's do that. We'll get the like, I'll make, yeah. I'll put a bunch of those we'll paint to- stir things <laughs> up there. I'll tape them yeah. to a pole and you could slap yeah. at them like they do right. in your boots. There we go. Oh, no, you're, you're gonna, it'll tricks. be less impactful too on my uh hamstrings, back, lower back, and all the other issues that. So we are all wrong. I'll just tell you that. I, I see the pick in front of me, and we are all wrong. Oh, could, it, could, this be sa- could this be safety? Oh, God. It is a Georgia player, but it is not N'Kobe Dean, and it is not Lewis Seen. Right. So this is going to be the linebacker that in the last week has taken huge leaps up everybody's board for I don't know what reason. So this is going to be Quay Walker, right? I have got to go to Twitter right now because this is going to be spectacular. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <sighs> wow. Why is every year just, it just can't be fucking normal, you know? No, it just can't. can't. It just cannot be fucking normal. See, that's that's Brian Gutekunst, right? He yep. never picks the guy. Zero people picked this dude in any mock draft. Quay Walker. Walker? Is that who they fucking picked? Yes, that is who they pick. Quay Walker, linebacker from Georgia, 6'4", 241 pounds, 4'5", 240. Didn't bench press at the combine, 32-inch vertical jump, almost as high as George Pickens, and not as high as Utah. Here we go. Peter, thoughts on Quay Walker? Quay Walker was 56th on your draft board. Good. Not a value God. pick, according to the Worldwide Draft Guide. 
So I thought, yeah, I mean, I thought he was a, 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 a second round guy. I mean, I think, I think it's quite quite difficult to judge those Georgia guys because there's about seven or eight from that Georgia defense that are in this draft, and, and you know, we've already seen, I don't know, three or four of those guys go. It's a surprising pick to me, a because of who it is, but more to be honest, because of the conversation we've just had about the wide receivers and about Jermaine Johnson still being still being on the board. So why this guy and not Nicobe Dean? The only it's gotta thing be size, that, right? It's gotta be size, right? That's that's the thing that I've got to imagine that he fits some Packers size size and athleticism threshold, I guess six right. two forty one. Big Raz score guy. Yeah. I mean the question you wonder in the in the in the Packers defense, whether they see the potential as him being a part-time pass rusher as well off the edge with that athletic ability. I mean, he's never been that guy. Never been an outside um, guy. Not an outside guy in a three, in a, in a three, four, but that's not to say that you couldn't use him on pass rushing downs in that, in that mold. I, I would, you know, he's played as a four, three linebacker tough against the run cover backs and tight ends and that kind of, and that kind of stuff. So he's, you know, it's a good player. Absolutely a good, he's not the impact player that we were looking for at, at an impact position. I'm a bit in shock once again. I mean, here's, I don't hate the. Yes, I, I think there's a need at middle linebacker. What what does that mean for Chris Barnes? I don't know. I mean, we've talked about it along all of this year about Chris Barnes and his reliability. So, I don't think it's he's the answer, the long term answer, Chris Barnes. So I don't hate the pick. I just I don't know much about this guy, but I felt like Nicobe Dean was more of a playmaker. One of the things that Gudikin said the other day was that they're still drafting for the future. They're drafting for the long term rather than the short term. So maybe there's something to that. One of the things I've always said about Alabama players, and I'll say it about the Georgia players too, is a lot of times when you are surrounded by guys that are amazing, you are always single covered or you are never getting double teamed. Like all of those things make you look amazing because you're playing around amazing guys. And I worry with guys like this that he looked amazing because he had Nicobe Dean next to him and he had those two gigantic monsters on the line that he didn't have to run through the wash. That scares yeah. me a little bit. It's kind of like having a, just a, I mean, imagine Devon Derek Campbell and this guy next to each other, that type of size and length. I like the combination. And I do too. And and you can never have enough, you know, enough good football players. And I I, I don't I don't have a a problem with him. And I think, you know, if you said you'd come out of the draft with this guy, I just didn't expect to come out of this draft with this guy as being first pick. Yeah. You know, if you'd pick this guy up in the midway through the second round, I think you feel like said, you stole yeah. him, right? Yeah. I guess we'd all hoped We'd hope for an immediate impact offensive player. You could imagine trying to think through right now what, what Aaron Rodgers is sitting yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's um, just it's like, again? Aaron just threw his phone through the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you've you, you got to believe now that 28 has to be a wide receiver. If it's not, um, I might take a hiatus. I, I, just, I can't deal with this shit anymore. His name is Jaquavion Jaquise yeah. Walker. Yeah, I love that. First of all, here's what NFL.com says. Strengths instinctive with confident eyes in the box plays with lively, ready feet, quick recognition into response mirrors, the runner's lane 
recognizes blocking schemes and play design, so he's a smart guy. Sees past climbing blockers, weaknesses, tight hips, upright in his second level movements. Not sure what that even means. Average body control and scrape to the football. Play strength doesn't always match his size. Inconsistent in finding the best level to elude blocks. Gets stuck to blocks that find that find him. That's what I just said, and that makes me nervous. The grade he was given by NFL.com, 6.27, will eventually be an average starter. Now, they're always kind of low on stuff. Again, I said yeah, a couple of weeks ago that Devontae Adams was like a 6.4, might be a starter. I think one of the things that worries you is, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this guy in the last week or so based on his athletic ability and whatever else. But you always worry when that starts to happen. So the guy's been in college for four years. He's been through the senior bowl, through the combine, through the pro days and whatever else. And only in the last week or so has he suddenly started to get, you know, all this talk about him and, and, and all of that stuff. Well, he hasn't played any games in the last week or so. Yeah, if you haven't seen it in a guy in four years what are you now seeing in the last week that and it may be that the Packers and other organizations had seen it in him and everybody else had got it wrong who knows yeah. well I, I think it's perspective here I think that if you got him in the second round I think would have been saying that's a nice second round pick so I think from that perspective you're getting a good you know you're getting a good solid football player who's going to do a job for the team and probably turn out to be a nice player. And I, I don't think it's that. I think it's just more the disappointment that you're not getting that immediate offensive impact player that we all hoped. We all feel that the Packers need. Nicobe Dean or Quay Walker. Like that, that's We've been insane. waiting since the Jordan Love pick. We've been waiting for that offensive player pick ever since then. It still hasn't happened. So Well, we still have one more pick in the first round here at 28. Since the Packers picked, Buffalo Bills picked Kair Elam, cornerback from Florida. The Cowboys are on the clock. They don't, they don't need a wide receiver, so there is that, right? They got C.D. Lamb a couple years ago. They've got guys that can play. Their needs are offensive line, interior defensive line, maybe an edge guy, but they just picked up Mark, Micah Parsons, who's very – I know he doesn't play edge, but he is a lot high – High-level linebacker. The, the only thing that worries me about the Cowboys is that they, they traded Amari Cooper to Cleveland in the offseason, and I wonder if they'll think I need to replace him. And Jerry um, Jones is a fucking clown, so you never know what he's going to do. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, this would never surprise me if this if this wasn't the Christian Watson coming up here. They've That's a Cowboy-type pick. Yeah, even though they've got needs in lots of other places. Having traded Amari Cooper away, I think they may just see that as an immediate replacement. Mari Cooper would have been a great Packer, by the way. I know probably, you know, financially that was never going to be a possibility, but God, I would have loved to have that guy. Kind of feels like this whole board has fallen horribly in it for the Packers. Yeah. There's six with the six wide receivers going before the pack picked. It just feels like the whole thing's gone. Yep. Yeah. Horribly. Yep. Yeah. Like this was the year, right? This is the year that there should be at 22. There's got to be a high-level wide receiver because usually there's a bunch of edge guys, a bunch of tackles that go. There's a couple quarterbacks that go. Well, only one quarterback went, and not too many corners either. Usually there's a lot of corners that go. That's not the case here. Why the the fuck didn't Gutenkraus take his shit pick of Jordan Love and fucking make a move and move up and try to get fucking Olave? And we wouldn't be sitting here talking about any of this. Back on his fucking ass, and now we've got some second round rated linebacker as our 22nd pick pick grade packers poor 
Yeah. There they're the go. first they're ones. They're the first like ones that have gotten a poor grade uh, uh, of the entire points. draft. Now, they're a bunch uh, of below average, but they're the first one to get a poor grade. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Kraus. Now, I'd love to look back and see what they thought of Eric Stokes, though, the year before, because we were having a similar conversation. Not this bad, because Eric Stokes ran like the wind. And he had the physical attributes that you sort of expect the Packers to pick in round one. So this is a little bit surprising. Cowboys are still on the clock. After the Cowboys at pick 25, the Ravens, then the Titans, then the Bucks, and then the Packers again at 28. The only team between now the pick 24 and the Packers at pick 28 that have a need for wide receiver is the Titans. Except that the Ravens traded they traded Hollywood Brown, didn't they, to get back in to get that pick at twenty, whatever it is that they're picking at. I wish you could have kept that to yourself, Peter. That's the... <laughs> damn. That's even that's... worse. They're picking <laughs> Christian that... Watson. Yeah, that's, that's one of these yeah. teams is. I mean, the way I'm looking at all of these, every team's picking Christian Watson. Right, now. whether they need him or not. <laughs> just to, just to make our night and make it really worthwhile that I'm sitting here at four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> man wouldn't that be some shit if they picked nicobe dean now that would be bananas and completely stupid because well, i mean it's not out of the it's not out of the realm of possibilities right now they just signed to boundary to a gigantic contract and they're gonna pick two rookie linebackers on why top not let's just set my phone on fire every fucking year i swear <laughs> Eric from Greendale just said they should take Malik Willis. Dude, fuck that. Tell him you guys don't have a swear job. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right. I, my kids need to go to college. I'd be out of money. The Cowboys have picked an offensive lineman at 24, one that I've never heard of. Tyler Smith from oh, Tulsa. Smith at Tulsa. So he's another one of those guys that in like the last two weeks has suddenly started to appear towards the end of the first round and lots of predictions and stuff. So it's not totally off the wall. So Peter, you have him as number 49 in your worldwide yeah. draft guide. You have him as a tackle slash guard out of yeah. Tulsa. Why is he as a uh, slash? You have him in round two, which isn't a huge stretch, yeah. but like you said, you would say he's not a value guy, at least according to you. And out of a smaller college in Tulsa, not that Tulsa is tiny, but it's not a power five school. You start to wonder, like, Pennings went earlier, the guy that I thought would slip into the second round from uh, Northern Iowa, Penning, not Pennings, sorry. Now this guy out of Tulsa. Sometimes I feel like gyms like, outsmart themselves, like, oh, we're yeah. going to pick this small college guy because I'm smarter than everybody else. Peter, are you crossing off guys on your, on your board as they go? Yeah, as I can try and keep up with them. You pull out the spreadsheet once again? Yeah, I've got a cut-down spreadsheet for exactly this purpose. How many spots did the Saints move up to get Olave? There's quite a few, right? 16 to 11, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, that's correct. So they move up far. I'm just thinking, like, if I'm Gutenkraus and, you you know, everything starts, first receiver comes off the board at eight, and then there's an offensive tackle, and then it's, like, on the 10th pick, as another receiver, it's like, well, the bleeding has begun. You, you better make a move. You should have something in your back pocket to move up that many spots. Yeah, You know what I mean? I to, to either grab 
you sh- he, he should have been targeting Olave or Williams and willing to do whatever the fuck it takes when you got Jordan Love as trade bait, you've got other picks, and just just sat silently. Right. And now everybody's fucking gone. And you just and the bleeding just continued. Now all the receivers are gone. Fucking idiot. The only thing that you hope happened was that they just couldn't get a trade done. Is that nobody wanted to trade with them. Nobody wanted to move down as far as 22. You know, you hope that they at least tried. When I was sitting at the bar, I know that shocks people that listen to us, but I was sitting at the bar before the draft. And then I heard that some team was trading up to at 11. I thought for sure that was the Packers. I thought for sure. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's where we get Alave. We get whoever it is. Jamison Williams, like that's the guy we're going to get at 11 and then end up being New Orleans instead of, yep. Green, instead of Green Bay. Oh, I'm going to run out of quarters if they draft some whack pick at 28. <laughs> there ain't no question about that. <laughs> that's no good. God, are they dragging this the fuck on? I mean, come on. Now the pick is in at 25. Who do you think it is? Ravens. Where do they go? Not who, but what, what position? Wide receiver. <laughs> you stop that. You do think that for real, or are you just messing with me? No, I think wide receiver, just because they traded the wide receiver away to get to this point. They picked the wrestler. Tyler Linderbaum, was it? Tyler Linderbaum, center from Iowa. Yeah. Another wrestler. I mean, they love to run the football. Picking beef up front, always a good idea. Let's be fair. Lamar Jackson don't throw it to the wide receiver. Throws it to the tight end all the time, or he runs, or they hand it off. That's they, they rarely throw the ball to the wide receiver anyway. Be a wasted pick. So next up on the clock is the Titans at 26. Needs are wide receiver, interior line, and edge. Robert Griffin is awesome, by the way, as far as an, an announcer. Have you listened to him at all? I have not. He's really good. He's a smart dude. He went to Baylor. Yeah, he's... He's really articulate, man. He's got a career in front of him. The when does that dude's book it. come out? Doesn't he have a book coming yeah, out? Yeah, he has that book coming out. I'll read that. I probably should have planned this better and moved the computer before we started. I could hear the TV, but I cannot see it. <laughs> this Iowa kid. He wrestled. That's all that matters. Do you like him as much as you liked Creed Humphrey? I probably do. It's just that Creed Humphrey became my draft crush last year, didn't he? Yeah. Um, partly because... When he became my crush, nobody else was kind of highlighting Creed Humphrey. So I felt like he was my guy. But I think coming out, I think that Linderbaum, yeah, probably as much as as much as Humphrey. Would you then say Jack be an all pro in his first year like Humphrey was? Probably not. Um, 6'2", 296. Yeah, he's a little bit small. That's the only thing about him. Oh, he's on their wrestling, wrestling there on the screen right now. Loving yeah. it. Worfs. Yeah, Tristan Worfs has wrestled too. At Iowa. I gotta get a cocktail. Stand by. I also should have had an extra large cocktail sitting here with me. His PFF grade last year, overall grade 95.4. Like it it doesn't get much better than that. 908 snaps at center last year. That's a lot. That's a lot of snaps. Next up is the New York football jets. What are your thoughts, Peter? Wide receiver? You're just gonna keep saying, oh no. Tennessee, it was Tennessee, and Tennessee traded the pick to New York. The Jets had a wide receiver knee, but they took Garrett Wilson earlier. Yep. 
So they're not going to go wide receiver here, right? That would be very strange. Although they've always made this trade with a specific guy in mind because they've made the trade and the picks in already. They must have been coming back in for a specific guy. I mean, I, I mean, the strange thing about it, you know, Jermaine Johnson, Florida State, still on the board. So you have to think that there's something there, whether there's a late injury or something that nobody knows about, but the teams know about. It's one of those situations, isn't it? There's always one guy, isn't there, that for whatever reason that we don't know about at the time, just tumbles down the board because something's happened late. And then it's looking like Jermaine Johnson's that guy. So that's your pick here, Jermaine Johnson out of no, Florida State? No, that was totally irrelevant to this pick, probably. Um, I, I mentioned it because he's the highest rated player left on my board. You know, and why wouldn't they go there? I mean, yeah. you get a talented player as your third first-round pick. Yeah. I think I mean, you I can guess, stretch or just pick any position at that point. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I raised it because if they don't go him here, that immediately now then really does start to flag up that there must be some kind of issue with Jermaine Johnson that we just don't know about. Then maybe the Packers pick him. Yeah. Well, the other possibility for the Packers, they've got to go wide receiver, don't they? I mean, they do, I throw, but I'm just know, saying, could, like, they're two know, picks away right now. Yeah. We could throw out Johnson and we could throw out. Ajabo. And you know, and assuming there's not an issue with Johnson, what great value you would get getting the number 12 guy on my board at least at pick 28. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic value. He's a guy that I guess the issue with the pick of Walker is you feel like I may well have been able to get that guy at pick 59 in the second round, you know, mm-hmm. 53 in the second round. I think that's right. the so pick 26, Jermaine Johnson, the second edge rusher out of Florida State. Yeah. There you go. On the clock is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have just traded their pick to Jacksonville. Their needs are edge, linebacker, safety, interior defensive line. I bet they go Lewis. Seen. Lewis. Seen. Lewis. Well, seen. Well, well, see, Dax Hill's still there. So Dax Hill, I thought, would be a great pick for the Packers at 28 if they'd got great value at 22. Yeah. I just thought that Dax Hill would be off the board by 28. So that would be a nice pick for the Packers at 28 as a safety because – not only can he play, yeah, not only can he play your kind of traditional safety positions, but he can cover the slot receiver as well. So having lost Shandon Sullivan, I know we've got three corners, but this is a guy that you, that can play every down. You know, he's never going to come off the field once he's on there. And and the Packers are going to play five, six defensive backs most downs, aren't they? You would think. The only thing that makes me question that is I've now got two inside linebackers. In Campbell and and, and Walker that, that they've drafted, and you think that those typically an inside linebacker is one of the first guys you take off the field when you're going into nickel and dime sets, and it's not going to be Campbell. And I love the three guys in the defensive backfield for the Packers. The one thing that I worry about is they're all outside guys. Yeah, I think I, Alexander I think... is probably the most likely to move into the slot of all of the three guys. Yeah. So, so I think I think Dax Hill would be a nice pick from that from that perspective, because it gives you that slot guy, and it also it also gives you gives you the flexibility, doesn't it? Then with Savage fifth year option and Amy's contracts and all of that stuff, I'm still struggling with the fact that all of these years we've been talking about the Packers not valuing that inside linebacker position. They don't draft those guys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We finally get an all pro in Devondre Campbell, and we go and draft one. Yeah, really strange. <laughs> and you just signed him to a gigantic and we, contract. 
Yeah, and then we let our best receiver go, and we don't draft a receiver so far. We haven't, like, in the last how many years? Three years? So the highest-rated player left on my board is Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. And they don't uh, pick him. Yeah. We don't um, pick him. The second the second highest-rated player on my board is, is Devin Lloyd, the inside linebacker out of Utah. Yeah, double up on linebackers in round one. <laughs> 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 Please don't uh, let that happen. Uh, <laughs> 27, Jaguars, Trevor yeah. Lawrence. 28, Packers, Aaron Rodgers. 29, uh, Patriots just drafted a quarterback in Mac Jones. 30, Chiefs. 31, Bengals. 32, Minnesota Vikings. Do the Vikings take Malik Willis? I think probably not. I think if they didn't have cousins on the guaranteed contracts that he's got i don't know i mean you're looking at willis i think to go in and be your starter in 2023 that would be kind of your plan so you'd be looking at a team that's probably got a solid quarterback today but a guy that's not one of the upper echelon quarterbacks you know i could have seen tampa bay taking him for example oh okay that's fair with tom brady being 106 years old that's probably a good pick there but they've and, traded out of that spot, haven't they? Well, they traded to 33, so they would have uh, that opportunity yeah. tomorrow with the first pick. GMs get an opportunity to, like, reset themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they have to pick Christian Watson here. Because teams are going to start going, whoa, yeah. look at that what? talent still on the board. And he will go early second round. He'll be gone in the first five picks in the second round, guarantee. He absolutely will. Even if one of those teams picking in the first five picks doesn't want a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. The other teams are going to look there and say, I'm going to jump up. I'm going to move up into slot 40 or that kind of area and get and get them. Those guys are not going to be there at 53 when the Packers, when the Packers pick again. The only other possibility for the Packers is that they trade up in round two. Um, they've got the two picks to try and do it. Or Jordan Love still at trade bait for a second round, for a second round pick. The, the issue with all of that trading stuff is you've got the assumption that, that somebody will make a trade with you. So it's, you could have all of this collateral. You know, they could, they've got 53 and 59, and you think if you add those two together, you could get to, I don't know, 35 or 40. But that makes the assumption that somebody else wants to trade with you. And that may not, may not be the case. It's a, risky, it's a risky game to play. So the Jags just picked your guy, well, Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah. So the Packers are on the clock at 28. Again, we know their needs. We talked about them 1,000 times. <sighs> Todd, do you have any you – you're on your soft couch, so any landing for your phone will be soft. Throw it down against the couch cushion, not the it is, floor. It is next to me, and it is a very tempting um, <laughs> avenue of my frustration. I'll, I will say that right now. Do you need to move your phone to the other side of the room for the Packers pick? Because I, I will understand, and we will understand that. Uh, I'm okay. Okay. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk through it. Okay. If it's not a, <laughs> this is not a receiver. <laughs> it it has to be. I'm it's going Christian to take, Watson. Christian Watson. Yeah, great. I mean, but I mean, at this point, it, like as far as this wide receiver draft class, there's there's a pretty big drop off at this point. None of these guys are running even close into the four threes. No. And to me, that's. And they're all small, uh, aside from Christian Watson. But all these other dudes, man, are like 5'10", 6'0". 
189, you know, like, I don't know. This is going to be very, a very interesting pick. I am also nervous. <laughs> it's very strange to be feeling this way about yeah. a draft pick. I always think like every year of like debacle that the Packers kind of have with the draft, I think always think like, oh, well, next year it won't be. And then it's like, oh my God. And here we go. So I do want Christian Watson here. I just want to go through who he played last year, which is kind of funny. Week one, they played Albany. Ooh. Football power Albany. Yeah. They then played Valparaiso, who has a great basketball team, but I'm not sure about their football team. They just, Then they played at Towson. I think that's Towson State, if I'm not mistaken. They played North Dakota, Northern Iowa, Illinois State, Missouri State, Indiana State, South Dakota State, Youngstown State, and South Dakota. That was the schedule for North Dakota State hmm. last season. They played a lot of states. Youngstown. I didn't know Youngstown was a state. Is that like the 51st state? What is that? Oof. Man. That said, I want that dude right here at pick 28. Oh. <laughs> oh. Todd, go put your phone in another room. That's what I suggest. You Are do you serious? Things. You already know it? Yes. Oh, for the love of fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to go put my phone down. I'm going to put it over here. Even though I already know who the pick is. Holy smokes. So I will just say the Packers have not picked a wide receiver in round one. Two picks. No wide receivers. I'm Any gonna, thoughts as to who I'm, it is? I'm, I'm starting to wrap things up here. I'm putting my computer down. I'm going to start to check this. I'm going to check out. I'm, I'm out after this. Peter, who do you think it is? I don't, I don't know that I can do this. Are you sleeping, Peter? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Somebody's just messaged me on, face, on Facebook saying that Packers.com have mentioned that Walker was special teams newcomer of the year at Georgia. <laughs> and we needed him in round one. <laughs> round one, baby. Ooh, we should I just tell you who it is so we can move on with our the Packers have selected Devontae Wyatt, interior defensive lineman, Georgia. Okay. So so in terms of value, that's a that's a decent value pick. So Wyatt was 23 on our big board. So to get him at 28, I think that pick in itself, had we not had the previous pick, you'd say that's nice value. It's a position where, and we, we talked about this previously, that every year we come into the draft looking for defensive linemen to help Kenny Clark. So I think from that perspective, they've got a nice pick and a nice and a nice player. Just doesn't really help oh the off the offense very much does it and aaron Rodgers has just officially retired i see it on twitter yeah. now yeah <laughs> he said fuck this shit i'm out I, i'm i'm so confused i gotta go i'm, I'm gonna cut out okay I, brother otherwise i'm just not gonna be able to sleep and <laughs> right now <laughs> Let's how, how, how they didn't get a receiver make a move to get a receiver when they knew that the all the receivers were getting taken off the board and you have trade bait. I mean, 
Here we go. Once again. I don't get it. Another year, another big question mark. That's yeah. enough for me. Right, I can't take it anymore. Devontae Wyatt, six foot three, 304 pounds, senior, 24 years old. He's almost as old as Kenny Clark, who is 20, what, six, 27 years old. He's been in the league for like eight years already. He did wrestle. I don't know how this is possible, but it says in high school, he played basketball, baseball, and he wrestled. How would one wrestle and play basketball when they're in the same season? That I would like to know. But he is a wrestler, so yes. Thoughts on him? Another player out of Georgia. So both of the Packers' first-round picks are out of, out of Georgia. We talked about him on the last pod or the last pod, but one that we did. We, we thought he was a possibility. I think it's a nice pick in itself. If you took that pick in isolation, I think it's a nice, a, a nice pick. You know, and I think that as defensive linemen go in this draft, after Jordan Davis, another Georgia guy, he was the second best defensive lineman in this draft. So I think from that perspective, you've got a nice player. It's just the combination of the two picks, if you like, and still the feeling that I've got a guy at 22 that I may have got at 42 or 52 at a position that I didn't have great need at. That's the thing. It's, that's the thing that's difficult to look, look past. So in the Packers scheme, he plays three, four defensive end. So you now have Jerron Reed, who you picked up from Kansas city, who again, isn't a huge expense. So there's like, you just picked this guy up for a reason. Now you have Devonte Wyatt. Devonte Wyatt had 33 hurries in 2019, 12 in 2020 and 17 last year. He had four sacks in 2021 Played all 14 games for Georgia. Kind of play. He moved around a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But that doesn't put him out on the edge. Does it put him at the nose in passing situations? What, what are your thoughts? I think he's a 3-4 defensive end. I think, yeah, he can play inside on, on passing downs. He probably may come off the field on some passing downs. I mean, I don't think he's a guy that was necessarily going to be in your a one passing down package all the time. Is he more of a run guy then? He is more of a run guy, but part of that's because you're playing in that as a three, four end. Yeah. But you just look at it and you think four down linemen, if you like passing package where two of those are your, are your edge guys. One's Kenny Clark in the middle there. He could be the other guy in the middle, I guess, but then you've got Dean Lowry and you've got those guys. What does this say for Dean Lowry? Do you think it has any impact on his chances of making the Packer roster? I think probably not at this stage, but it does move him down the depth chart, doesn't it? Does Devontae Wyatt start on day one? Does he have the physical tools and ability to start as a 3-4 defensive end for the Packers in week one? I think he does. I think the only thing is, I think the Packers are generally, how can I put this, safe? So they'd rather go with go with the guy that they know initially. So he may not beat out Dean Lowry, for example, in, in week one. I mean, I think you've got a solid, I think you've got a solid, a solid player as a three, four end. The Packers have now picked Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt. Are either of those guys impact players? I don't think so. No, I don't either. I, I, I was just interesting to see what you were thinking, but I yeah. totally agree. Those are not high-level impact guys. They're not going to 
force fumbles and be all over the field and creating havoc. Those are good players, maybe very good players. Yeah. But I don't see the splash here at all. I think it's possible that Walker develops into that guy because of his athletic ability. So, so there's an upside there with Walker, the whole potential thing. You just don't know how big the upside is and if a guy ever gets there or how long it takes a guy to get there. And I think that's the, that's the thing you're looking at. You're saying, could he be an impact player in time? Yes. Is he an impact player on day one? Is he the guy that pushes your defense over the edge to come over the top with that one extra guy? I don't see that in, you know, in, in 2022. And to be honest, I, I'm sitting here in a little bit of shock at the combination of those two picks. Yes, that's it more than anything, right? Because if you pick, I don't know, Chris Olave at 22 or any of the guys we talked about, you pick your wide receiver at 22 and then you pick Quay Walker at 28 or Devontae White at 28. You're like, huh, okay, we got a variety there. We got the wide receiver we needed and we got another guy, a first round talent. Great. But when you get two guys at positions you don't really need right now for the future, fine, but the future is not that long. I mean, the present is what we're looking at right now. Aaron Rodgers is on a whatever deal. He's not going to play till he's 75. Do you want to stay on till the end of the first round here? And then. Yeah. Wrap, wrap yeah we, up? We, we can do that. You never know. They might trade Maybe. back into the end of the first round. We haven't got enough defensive players from Georgia. Let's get another one. And of course, <laughs> And, of course, they picked Eric Stokes first round last year out of, out of Georgia. They did. They really do like the uh, Georgia team. So there's so there's still two other linebackers from Georgia who are in, in our top group of players. So after the Packers have picked, the Patriots were on the clock. They picked Cole Strange, guard from Tennessee, okay. Chattanooga. Okay. According to PFF, this is the biggest reach in round one, so the Packers are off the hook. I like Cole Strange. In fact, somebody was asking me about him earlier earlier today with pick 30 the kansas city chiefs picked george Karlaftis, edge rusher out of purdue not a big surprise there it's funny because it says like pff users picked sky Moore has been the pick for like five different teams two more on the clock in the rest of the round here you get the Bengals at 31 and then the vikings are the last pick they got their pick from Right, so the Los Angeles Rams. So the top two players I've got left on the board are at the corner, Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson, and the Kobe Dean out of linebacker out of Georgia. So the Packers the, will the, move up into round the, one one more time the, and pick the Kobe Dean. Pick thirty-one. The Bengals select Daxton Hill, cornerback from Michigan. I mean, they need a defense more than anything in the world. <laughs> the Bengals could score forty, but they also can give up forty-two almost every week. Dax Hill, 37th player overall on PFF's board. What about on the worldwide draft guide? Where was, was Dax Hill? He was 30th. Okay. Seventh at his position. They have him as a corner. Don't you have him as a safety? Okay. And maybe that's something has something to do with it. Maybe people don't see him as a safety in the NFL and his value isn't as high. I, I'm just trying to think out loud because there's only one safety off the board, right? Hamilton from Notre Dame. For the last pick in the first round, the Vikings are going to select Malik Willis out of Liberty. And that kind of make makes sense for a reason why they would trade back in, into that slot 
and get a guy on a fifth year, you know, they get the fifth year option with him. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I hope they take Malik Willis here. I really do. Needs for the Vikings interior line. Their line is just God awful. TFF thinks they need an edge guy. I'm not sure they do. I don't agree with that at all. Darius Smith. They just picked him up, signed him to a big contract. And corner, which I would agree with, Patrick Peterson is not young, getting sleepy. It's only 10-24 here. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that, that Goody was true to his word in terms of, you know, they're picking for the future. Now, he did say that Aaron Rodgers was going to have sway in the draft picks. He said that directly. Do we think that Aaron Rodgers, when he was looking at things, said, yeah, let's go pick two defensive players? I can't think that he would. Some Vikings fan just uh, liked my tweet manifesting Malik Willis to the Vikings. I don't, I'm sure that that person did not understand that I was being sarcastic. (laughs) Vikings also have picked 34. So they're basically going back to back here. They sandwich Tampa Bay is in the middle. That's a nice position to be in, to have the second pick in the second round. They have a need at wide receiver too, I would say. I mean, Thielen's not getting any younger. Justin Jefferson is a great player, but can you imagine Watson? Oh, I don't even want to say it out loud. Know, uh, Never mind. And I, you know, and that's, and that's the concern, isn't it? It's now and the Packers pick at 53, so there's 20 picks before the Packers pick again. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that means there are 20 teams with the opportunity to pick Christian Watson on your Christian, board. As you look at your board right yeah. now, is he the next highest rated? No, George Pickens. Do you have George Pickens higher or Christian Watson? No, I've got, I've got, I've got Watson. I got Watson at forty, and Pickens at forty-three. Okay, so they're essentially the same player. Yeah, and then Sky Moore at fifty-four. What are your thoughts on Sky Moore? I know nothing about Sky Moore, but I've seen him mocked to a lot of teams, and I don't know anything about him. Western Michigan, is that right? Yeah. And the likeness to the other Western Michigan receiver, Greg Jennings, is stunning. Very similar size, height, very similar athlete, similar 40-time, similar player. Now, if you could get, if he turned into the same player that Jennings was in the period that he played with the Packers, then you get, obviously you'd get a very, a very good player. I just don't think he's, I just don't think he's going to be there at 53. I don't, I don't see it. So do the Packers package both second round picks? They they may they may have to, and I kind of hate that. I do too, because you were hoping to get two more really good players, but now they're they're stuck in this horrible position where if they don't package them, they're going to get a receiver. They're just not going to. They're not going to get. I mean, let's assume let's assume they stay at fifty three. Right. Watson, Pickens, and Skymore go in the next 21 picks, which is a fa- pretty fair assumption, I would say. That means 10 wide receivers have gone by the time the Packers pick again at 53. So now you're looking at wide receiver number 11. You know, and we were coming in, okay, we're fans and whatever else, and we don't have don't have access to the board that they have, but we were coming in thinking of of Jamison Williams or Alave or any one of those guys, one of the top three or four guys. And now we're talking about the next one they may potentially get number 11. Huge difference between those guys. So to wrap up round one, the Vikings have not selected Malik Willis, quarterback. Lewis Seen, safety, Georgia. Georgia. Good player. 
Yeah, and 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 I, and I guess that they got to the point that they were just getting sick of the Packers picking up all the Georgia defensive players, players. <laughs> and they took him so that we couldn't take another one. Six two one ninety nine junior, twenty two years old. All right, so that's it. Thanks for listening to episode eighty two of the Average Cheese Podcast, the Paul Kaufman episode. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. any one of those guys one of the top three or four guys and now we're talking about the next one they may potentially get number 11 huge difference between those guys so to wrap up round one the vikings have not selected malik willis quarterback lewis scene safety georgia Georgia. good player yeah and 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 i I guess that they got to the point that they were just getting sick of the packers picking up all the georgia defensive players, players. <laughs> and they took him so that we couldn't take another one Six two one ninety nine, junior 22 years old all right so that's it thanks for listening to episode 82 of the average cheese podcast the paul kaufman episode go pack go go pack go well, any one of those guys one of the top three or four guys and now we're talking about the next one they may potentially get number 11. Huge difference between those guys. So to wrap up round one, the Vikings have not selected Malik Willis, quarterback. Lewis Seen, safety, right. Georgia. Georgia. Good player. I, I, yeah, and, 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 I, and I guess that they got to the point that they were just getting sick of the Packers picking up all the Georgia defensive players. players. <laughs> and they took him so that we couldn't take another one. 6'2", junior. 22 years old. All right. So that's it. Thanks for listening to episode 82 of the Average Cheese Podcast, the Paul Kaufman episode. Go back, go. Go back, go.